Today's episode is extremely special for me. This episode marks the one year anniversary of starting this project, this podcast, and it has been received with so much, so much gratitude. And the feedback I constantly get is how the impact it's made on everybody. And this is what keeps me going. This is what keeps me sharing information, transformation through these through these episodes. And the second reason this is very special is because it marks another year around the sun for me. Yes, today happens to be my birthday. And this episode, I'm going to be sharing my reflection on my life. And the reason I'm doing that is because this is a ritual I do for myself every single year. On my birthday, I take some time to reflect not only the year, but also the past, my entire life, and see what are the learnings, what can I learn from my own experiences that I can take into the future. Because the only way we learn is by is through our experiences, and it gives an opportunity to reflect. So I'm so excited to share my story. And I want, I'm inviting you to listen to this podcast, not through the lens of, oh, you're listening to my life story. But what about my life story can you apply to you? What can you take away from my experiences so you don't go through the same struggles, for instance. And also, looking at it from the lens of what is personal to me is also general. What does that really mean? My life experiences can have an impact on, on someone else listening to my life story, as can someone I me listening to their someone else's life story and taking in inspiration from their life story. Isn't that how we all learn from each other? Isn't that how we get inspired? Isn't that how we make transformation happen by observing and watching and learning from other people? So that's my invitation to you as you listen to this episode. I'm so excited, so excited to be serving you all in this capacity. So stay tuned. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to Create Your Vibrant Life podcast, where you can create the life you desire by tapping into your inner wisdom. I'm your host, Padma Ali. I'm widely known in the field of psychology to create long-lasting transformation. And now I'm here to help you create the life you desire using a combination of neuropsychology and ancient healing practices. This podcast is for you, evolved, overachieving leader who's ready to unlock your highest potential. I'm here to guide you through a process of self-discovery to be the creator of your destiny. And you can do all of that by just taking aligned actions, tapping into the power of your brain, your inner wisdom and ancient practices. So stay tuned, folks. I am so delighted you are here. Hello, visionaries. Welcome to episode number 56 of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. 
I'm so excited to share this episode with you all. And like I said in the intro, as I share my story, I really invite you to see what can you take away from my experiences that can allow you to grow and transform. As you may have already realized in these episodes, these are not just for entertainment. (laughs) I am here to provide value in every single episode, and you may have already noticed that. You may have already noticed that every single episode has some takeaways for you that you can put to use in your own life. And my my intention, and this month you'll be hearing me talk a lot about intention and the power of your words, my intention in doing these episodes is for you to be able to transform your lives by hearing these experiences, hearing my, my knowledge and my wisdom that I share with you all. And in today's episode, given that this is the one-year anniversary of this podcast and also happens to be my birthday, I would love to share my life reflections. And actually, this is something I invite you to do for your own life on your birthday, on certain significant days in your life. It is very valuable to reflect Reflect back on the year. Reflect back on your life. And I'm not a huge believer of going back into the past, but I look at the past as how can it help me create a future, either to see what has worked or to see what has not worked. And this is one of the main reasons I'm sharing this information with you. Well, it's actually more than information. This is not just like information for you to take it in, but how can you apply this to your own life? And I'm going to be going back and forth between the past and the present because that's just how my brain works. And so stay tuned. And if you have questions, I would love to hear them. You can email them to me. It's in the show notes or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with me on Instagram, which is where you'll often find me hanging out on stories and share with me your experience or your transformation and your transformation as you listen to this episode or any episode that you've been listening to, because I love to hear this is I'm not creating these podcast episodes for me. They're for you all. And so it's really helpful for me to hear What are your takeaways? What has helped? What would you like to hear more of? So as I reflect back on my life, I noticed right from the beginning, like, you know, when I think back on my life, a lot of the memories, I used to pride myself on having very, very good memory of in anything like I would be like, you know, I can remember things very well from my past, from my own life past. And I still do. But something, I think something has shifted. Maybe having children has killed off certain brain cells. I don't know. But my past often feels a little blurry. Well, I, th- I know, what, I know what, what is making the past blurry because I no longer can identify with the person that was in the past. And that's one of the main reasons I can't, like some of the memories are very blurry. Because I have a very sharp memory. If you hear, if you hear 
when you know my close friends or my my family talking, they'll call me like the encyclopedia of useless information because I can remember a lot of different things that sometimes people don't even remember about their own lives. So this is something specific about my own life when I reflect back. It's very blurry because I no longer identify as that person. Because when I used to look back or when I when I think about my life story, one of the things that has stood out is how I used to view life as a struggle. Life was constantly one struggle after another, after another. Maybe I'll have respite for some time, but the struggle will continue. And that is how I viewed life. And you'll hear me talk about this in this episode, how then life viewed that, reflected that back to me being a struggle. It took a long time for me to understand that, oh, the universe is just reflecting how I am feeling. And I just need to change how I'm feeling and how I'm thinking. And the and universe is going to reflect a different experience to me. It took a long time for me to see, figure that out. But I finally did. <laughs> so I want to share that with you. And that is one of my takeaways for you in this episode. It's very powerful when you can view your life experiences as just a reflection of how you are feeling on the inside. It is a life changer. It's a game changer. And you will discover that in this session, in this session, in this episode, as I talk about this. So when I look back at my life, right, I see when I think back on my childhood and I all I remember from that time is I used to have very big emotions. I know I see my daughter right now. She's four years old. And oftentimes I'm like, oh, my goodness, she's such a reflection of how I used to be as a child. Big emotions reserved primarily for my family. On the outside, everybody would look at me as this model child. But at home, I had huge emotions. And my parents, my dad's passed on and my mom, my amazing mom, you know, they they did the best they could. They had no idea how to deal with emotions. It was just not part of how they they lived. And they were very even keeled, like barely any emotions. And there comes this child, huge emotions huge emotions, they had no idea what to do with that. And the interpretation at that point I made was that I was too much. If you felt that way, can you relate to that? Like, I am too much. I see that with my daughter. I see that, you know, when she has big emotions, I obviously deal with it differently, but I find myself slipping back into the patterns that I was familiar with about how my parents would react. And I find myself at times doing that. And then I have to catch myself. And then I bring myself back and say, okay, what does she need? She's only four. What is going on with her? How can I help her have tools to manage her emotions rather than making her feel bad about having emotions, right? But my interpretation at that point was my emotions are too much. I am too much. Now, this is not uncommon, right? This is not uncommon when you look at children, when you look at your own life, when you reflect back. As children, we don't have the capacity and the cognitive ability to understand what is happening. 
It's easier to look and say, oh, something is wrong with me than to look at the situation from an objective viewpoint and go, oh, maybe they just don't know how to deal with certain things. Or maybe this is not about me. This is about them. But as children, we make it about us because life revolves around yourself. Look at children. It's very, very self-centered. That's just how they have to be to survive. (laughs) I can only imagine, right? Like I'm not a child anymore. But when I look at my children and go, wow, they look at the life around them. Everything is out of their control. Everything is being told to them what to do and how to be and who, who, how to, what to feel, what to wear. Everything is just being told to them. This is their way of exerting control saying, oh, if I... I can't blame myself. I can't blame anybody else, my caretaker. So I'm going to blame myself and think this is something about me. It's an interpretation. But that's how we live our life. And there's nothing right or wrong. It's more awareness. My interpretation was, I am too much. And so I lived most of my life from that place of I am too much. I have to dim my light. I can't be myself. Because if I am myself, the world is not going to accept me. And what happens, right, when we feel excluded or when we feel like I can't be who I am is not being accepted, we are a societal culture. That's how we live, right? We need community. And it feels life-threatening when you feel like you can't be accepted or you won't be accepted. It's an interpretation. At that point, I had no clue. And so I struggled. I struggled with how to be on the outside and how to be at home. It was a it was struggle. I didn't know where I belonged. And also on top of that, I was a very empathic child, extremely empathic. I could feel other people's emotions very strongly. I had no clue what to do with it. Obviously, now I know it's a gift, right? It's a gift of how I help people. With my coaching, with my programs, this is how I help people because I can literally feel them. I know what's happening. A lot of times my clients will will tell me, wow, how did you know that about me? It's because I can really sense. I sense things beyond what is being spoken in that moment. At that point, it was not a, it was not a gift. It was like a burden. It felt like a burden to me for the longest time. And on top of it, I lived in in India, where I was exposed to a lot of poverty, and you see things around you, and I could feel the pain, no idea how to deal with that pain. So I internalized a lot of it, I shut down, I literally like, you know, completely blocked my gifts for the longest time. And so this was this was, it was a big struggle for the for, for a very long time, I just did not know how to deal with that. And just around the age of 10, we moved around a lot as well. And so moving around also made it more complicated on one hand. It was very exciting as a child because I could visit new places and experience different cultures. But it also kept me as an outsider for most of my life because I learned to adapt. I learned to be a chameleon. I learned to just adapt to what was happening without fully feeling something because it was probably scary. I don't know. I can't remember what was going on in my head at that point. But that really changed how I perceived the world. And now that I know my human design, 
If you haven't, if you don't know what that is, it's a tool that I use with my clients. And I've gone into in-depth with a guest on episode number 51. And human design is an amazing tool to really see your template. Like, who are you? What are you here for? What is your true nature? Obviously, take everything with a grain of salt because we are always co-creating. But it gives you a sense of who are you? What are you here to do? Now that I know my human design and I have a 3-5 profile, what that means is I'm an experimenter. And not only do I experiment, but I'm here to share that experience by learning different things, by going through different experiences. It's an opportunity for me to share with the world what my learnings are, what my what I learned from those experiences so other people don't have to go through that. I know it now. At that point, I had no idea, no clue. So it just felt like a burden. Everything I experienced felt like a huge burden. And, you know, when you look back, Steve Jobs says, has used this quote, that you can only connect the dots when you look back. And you have to trust that somehow those dots will connect to the future, in the future. Like this is this is a Steve Jobs quote. It makes sense now. But when I look back at that time, and I have to go through now, now when I look back at my life, and I'm inviting you to do the same, every single experience we have had in the past, and we are currently having is here to serve us, either to help us grow and evolve, or to learn something from it. It's a learning experience. Or it's here as a teaching opportunity. It's a, everything is happening for me. Every single experience is happening for me. I did not have that belief back then. <laughs> so I struggled. I struggled and struggled and struggled. And especially my teen years were so rocky, <laughs> so painful. And of course, I have to go through all those experiences to be where I am today. Very rocky. And I remember even before my my teen years, and I've shared this, I think, in other episodes, I can't remember. But my earliest memory is that of, I think it was probably five or six. And I had this very vivid thought. And I still remember that I'm sitting, I was sitting somewhere. And I was like, I had this feeling of like, hmm, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to be here on this planet. I don't want to be here. And I was five years old. Now, I look at my children, they don't have these thoughts. I was like, this is odd that I started feeling that way back then. And I don't have any memory of any trauma happening. Nothing happened until that time for me to even feel that way. And it was not like I was having suicidal thoughts. It was more like the sense of, I don't belong here. I felt like I was an alien. I had just been dropped off somewhere and I don't belong here. Now, again, connecting the dots back, I know that I'm an old soul. I'm here for a purpose. I'm here to help guide and lead and do these things that I'm here to do back then. And that's why I'm here. But at that point, it was like, oh, this is this is a very weird experience. Like, why am I here? I started having those thoughts back then. And for the longest time in my life, I assumed that was because of struggles, that I was just feeling burdened by life. But now I know this is probably beyond that. 
you know, I have no idea if you believe in past lives or future lives. If you don't, you can read this book. It's called Many Lives, Many Masters. It's written by a psychologist and he talks about, you know, just read the book. It's really, it's really, really very interesting, very, very eye-opening. And it puts things into perspectives of how this life is a continuum. Now I know these things. Back then I have no idea, right? But all those experiences led me to where I am today. So I invite you again once more to look at your life experiences to see how have those dots connected and brought you to where you are. And can you have reverence? Can you have gratitude for those life experiences that have led you to where you are? And if you don't like your current life experience, (laughs) which could be the case, which is totally fine, that's where you're at, it's another opportunity to see, hmm, how are these life experiences, how are they connecting to where I am today? And it is really fascinating to see that. So throughout my teen years, it was another huge struggle. And then finally, I felt like there was a little bit of respite when I turned an adult, 21, whatever that was. And I came here to the United States, 2021, 21, I think I was 21, I can't even remember, to, to do my master's. In psychology, I felt like, a bre- like I could breathe again. Like I just felt so constricted. You know, I obviously I grew up in India and I have reverence for the culture, but for some reason I felt very constricted living there. And when I came here and I was by myself, it felt a little bit of freedom, but it was also laced with a lot of anxiety and abandonment and so much stuff was coming up. Again, all opportunities to shed those layers one after another. It just, again, like I'm just reiterating how life was just struggle, constantly a struggle. And I add a lot of meaning to that struggle too. Like it's because of me. I'm not good enough. I am what I am. And like I can't adapt. Like there was a lot of stories I'd created. This is another learning opportunity for you. The stories that we create. If your life, current life experience is not where you want it to be, what story have you created about yourself? I teach this to my clients a lot. Everything is a story. Every single thing is a story. And if you're not liking where you're at, there's a story you've told yourself about you. And so I invite you to look at that. I really invite you to look at what is that story And do you like that story? If you don't like that story, why are you still hanging on to it? I was just speaking to a client recently, and she had made up this whole story about how her her being a particular way is affecting people around her. And that in order to change things, she has to either not be herself or she has to do something different. And none of that was probably, it, it may or may not be true, but the story is, I need, I'm affecting people around me, right? And that story is totally fine if it works for you. If it doesn't, what is causing you to still hold on to that story? And when I, my story was, life is hard, life is a struggle, I can never get ahead. And even if I do, 
everything is going to fall fall off. Like meaning, whatever, if something good happens, something bad's going to happen. These were like random stories that I had created, and I lived by that for the longest time. And either I've, I've I took that from my upbringing. I don't know where I picked up these stories, but this is how powerful it is. Like these stories are any experience you have, it is going to leave an energetic imprint. And I'm going to be talking about that this month. I'm going to be talking about the specific tool that I use to work with the past because everything leaves an energetic imprint and you carry that imprint. In fact, this thing about like, oh, everything is going to fall apart. I felt like I'd work through it. And recently in one of my sessions with my coach, I have a coach too, I uncovered another layer to that and I was blown away. I was blown away. I was like, I thought I worked through this. How come I'm still dealing with it? And he 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 was he's he was sharing about how everything is a layer. We're uncovering another layer. And the moment I let it go, everything started opening up even more. More opportunities started coming in. And it is that powerful when we can let go because the things we need to be fearful of, I'm using the word fearful for a very specific reason, are the things that we are unconsciously doing. Anything that you're conscious of, you have the ability to change. But when it's unconscious, the blind spots, those blind spots are the ones that get to us. So it's an invitation to look at what are those blind spots. And you might be like, Hey, if it's a blind spot, how the heck do I even know what that blind spot is, right? But the you will know by looking at your life. Are you able to create what you're what you want to create? Is your life where you want it to be? And if the answer is, you know, yes, it's going well, but there are certain things that I would like more of, but it's not happening or whatever that is, it's an opportunity to look at that and go, what are my blind spots? The way to do that is to even ask that question and let it go and let the answer come. The answer might come in your next meditation. The answer might come in your walk. The answer might come when you're washing dishes. It doesn't matter. It will come. The moment you say, I'm ready, reveal the blind spots to me so I can continue to evolve and I can continue to help others evolve because that's what you're here to do. That is your life purpose. Whether you, lo- you believe it or not, no matter what job you have, no matter what you're doing in the world, I believe, this is my story, that I'm here to evolve and I'm here to help other people evolve along with me. And it's a very powerful place to live from because you don't have to be, you don't have to think about the huge impact you're going to create in the world. Because a lot of my clients, when they come to me, they have these big desires to create impact. But it starts with you. Are you, can you evolve your own self first? And as you evolve, you're already setting things in motion for evolution of others around you. Anyways, so where was I going with that? (laughs) I lost my train of thought. I felt like I was on a rant somewhere. All right. I totally lost my train of thought. (laughs) This is what happens. Like, you know, I have a basic idea of what I want to talk about, but I'm literally letting this be a free flow of consciousness and allowing information to come through me for the benefit of anyone and everyone who's listening. So where I was going with that is the stories I lived from at that time was life is a struggle, life is hard, nothing can come easy. Oh, the blind spots. I was talking about blind spots because of the stories, right? And those those being aware of the blind spots help us to let go 
to make it more conscious. And when you're conscious, it's much easier to let those things go. But I chose a story back then. I'm using the word deliberately again. I chose a story back then that life is hard. And I was fighting every step of the way. And I chose life experiences that reflected that struggle. You know, I got we, my, my I met my husband pretty qu- pretty soon after I moved to the United States, and it was again. You know, now I know these things, but back then, the moment I I saw him, I had a thought. This was my first thought. I could not even see his face. I didn't see his face, and I'll tell you why. Because I met him at two a.m. <laughs> partying. I was, you know, this is a very different life I led. 25 years later, it's a very different life that I'm leading right now. But back then, I partied. And I I met him at 2 a.m. He had a hat on his head. I could not see his face. And the first thought was, I'm going to marry this dude. And of course, right, the moment the thought flashed in my head, I had all kinds of judgment, self-judgment came up, like, what are you talking about? You're being impulsive once again. What's wrong with you? You can't even see his face. How can you come to this conclusion? You are, I, I didn't even know his name, guys. I didn't even know his name. <laughs> it was really funny. But now I know, knowing my human design, knew it, knowing how I live life, what is my, how, what is my strengths what are my powers right my power is intuition my power is the ability to make decisions very quickly it's not impulsive this is just how i'm designed to be i make decisions very quickly on the fly and this is just how i live life and it was true now 20 whatever years later we're we're very happily still happily married together Not that our life didn't go through ups and downs. You've heard me talk about our struggles in our marriage, and I'm going to be sharing that more in this episode too. It's not that it was devoid of struggle, but it was a knowing. It was an intuition. It It was a deep knowing. And that's what I'm inviting you all to lean more and more into. Can you lean into that knowing? I'm totally digressing, but this is the information coming through, so I'm going to share more of this. I was watching... Um, this movie, it's a very old Harrison Ford movie called Sabrina. Very old movie. And I, I, it was, it's a really, it's a very sweet and nice movie. And sometimes I zone out and I watch these, these movies. And, um, and I love Harrison Ford. Oh my God, who can't love Han Solo, right? (laughs) I'm a huge Star Wars fan, if you haven't guessed by now. Anyways, this has got nothing to do with Star Wars. Just stay with me, guys. I do not know why all this information I'm sharing with you, but this is how I roll. I'm going to go with it. So with Sabrina, like there's a scene where his mom's asking, um, asking, oh my goodness, what was, what's his name? Yikes, I forget, I forget the character's name that, that Harrison Ford plays in that movie. And he's this bi- this very big business tycoon. He's a very, very successful guy. And his mom's asking him a question about, um, about Sabrina. Sabrina is this guy, is this woman this, he's, that he doesn't know he's interested in as yet. And then he says something. He says, he says something about that. And he says, I know. And she asks him more clarification, more like a logical, analytical explanation of why he's feeling the way he is. And he says, I just know. 
I just know. And that is the intuition I'm inviting you to lean into. And if you look at very successful people, like Steve Jobs, or a lot of these people, very successful beings, tap into intuition, tap into inner wisdom. They tap into this knowing, this deep knowing. And I'm inviting you to look at that. You don't need to make decisions on the fly that may not be your design like, like it's mine. But every one of us has intuition. Can you lean into that? Can you trust that intuition? Can you trust that inner knowing instead of trying to put logic or analytical, put your analytical mind on top of it? And looks like this episode is going to be a long one. This is not intuition. This is just what my timer is saying on my <laughs> garage band as I'm recording this. And I'm on a roll, so I'm going to keep going. So here, okay, so, the, but here's the piece, right? Like I was talking to you about my husband meeting my husband. The funny story is I didn't realize at that point that it was going to be another struggle because Again, unconsciously, I probably knew. Subconsciously, I knew what I was doing. My soul knew the path I was choosing. But in that moment, in my physical reality, it was going to be a struggle for some time. Why? Because he happened to be from a different religion. We come from very different cultures and our family. I was still trying to, again, do that fitting thing, right? Like I want to belong and I want to fit in. I want to be liked. I want to be loved. And it was coming from that place it was a struggle, some more time struggle. And then finally, everything eased. And then another struggle came in terms of my health issues. And he had some health challenges back then too. We were so young, but it was a waking up call for both of us, especially for me. And it's, it's really amazing to see how even the illness that I had was just a reflection of not me not being in alignment with me. And if you notice, if you have any kind of physical struggles, whatever that might be, even if it's like, I can't lose weight, right? If you struggle with that, I invite you to look at what are you not in alignment with your life with? How are you talking to yourself? What is the, how are you treating your own self? Because when we're not in alignment it results in dis-ease, dis-ease. And that's what diseases are. It's dis-ease. It's not, you're not in ease with your own self. And my illness, my autoimmune, was a complete reflection of that dis-ease. I was trying so hard. Here's the word trying. I do not like to use that word, but at that point, I was trying to fit in I was trying to be someone that I wasn't. And guess what happened? The universe said, hey, either you learn the lesson the easy way or here is the hard way for you to learn the lesson because you believe that life is hard. So here you go. I'm going to give you one more life experience for you to look at it as another hard life experience. And it reinforced this feeling of why am I here? I don't want to be here. I don't want to be doing this. Okay. So it was a very, again, once more, my takeaway, my invitation for you to take away is how is the, how is my life reflecting my inner world? It was such an awakening process 
for me. And here's the, here's the funny piece. Despite being sick, and I was pretty much bedridden, but I would force myself, again, there's the word force, force myself to go to work because I, my identity was so connected with being productive and being, you know, doing things. And I was so connected, I was so identified with that, that I would push through things. I didn't allow my body to rest, didn't allow my mind to rest till it was so bad that I had to, I had no choice but to be in bed. So another takeaway for you, where in your life are you forcing Where in your life are you not allowing? Where in your life are you not riding the waves, but riding against the waves? Where in your life are you swimming upstream? I did that for so many years. This is, it's it's crazy. It's crazy when I think back on this. I was sitting, (laughs) I'm laughing now because I'm like, what did you do there, Padma? What, What was going on in your mind at that time? Granted, I was so young, you know, but... 25 is not that young. I was sitting with a client and I was, I was doing psychotherapy back then and I was a licensed therapist, pushed through my licensure too. <laughs> You'll hear more about that story another time. But I was sitting with a client and I got a call from my doctor. It went to my voicemail. It was fine. I picked up the voicemail and my doctor said, <laughs> get yourself to the hospital right now. Your blood work has come back and you are so anemic. I have no idea. This this were his exact words. I still remember that so clearly because it was such a shock to my system. I was like, oh, okay, this is really serious. He said, I have no idea how you're walking. This does not make any sense to me. I need you to go to the hospital right now and you need blood transfusion because I was so anemic because my autoimmune resulted in me losing a lot of blood. And I had to get like, I have no idea, like four, four, five um, of those bags of blood. It was crazy. It was crazy. <laughs> but I'm, not, I'm laughing. I'm not, I'm not laughing at that situation. I'm laughing at myself and going, What was I thinking? What was I thinking back then? I clearly wasn't thinking. I was forcing. And also this resulted in having, I I was raised, I was raised vegetarian. I was raised, you know, my, my family comes from, if you know the Indian culture, there's something called the Brahmin class. And I was raised in that, in that environment. And of course, I marry a, a Muslim guy. Like, of course, rebellion after rebellion. I don't know what I, what, the, again, like these are life experiences that have allowed me to be where I am today. It's reflecting how I lived and where I am today. And I'm inviting you to do the same. So anyways, the reason I was bringing that up was given how much my health suffered, I could not eat anything, my body could not tolerate any food, I was really in a pretty bad shape back then. But the only thing my body would tolerate was meat. (laughs) I mean, how ironic is that, right? How ironic it is. Here I was so attached. And on top of it, I was a huge animal lover. I loved animals, and I still love animals. And here the universe is going, Okay, you are so attached to your identity about these, these, these things. All right, I'm going <laughs> to help you dismantle that. 
Now, your body can only tolerate meat, and so you have your, your forest, if you want to stay alive, eat meat. It's so ridiculous and so funny, like, you know, when you think back on how the universe is always giving you life experience for you to evolve and grow. And my learning from that was stop the attachment, stop attaching to identities, because these identities are from the ego. They're not here for my evolution. It was another opportunity to shed one more layer. And finally, my health came back. And this is how interesting, you know, when you still hold on to beliefs that life is hard and when one good thing happens, something bad's going to happen. The good thing was my my health became, I became healthy after doing so much internal work and also getting support from outside, from practitioners. And, and finally, I got to a place where my health was fine, but my marriage started going downhill at that point. Of course it did, right? Of course. This is how life is. When you don't work through things, the universe is always giving you opportunities to look at things. And with that, again, one more layer had to be shed, which is we had to, we, I had to come to a different place. I had to stop controlling my life so much and work on certain things that were coming up in the marriage. We worked through that. It took us a couple of years to get to that place. But that has set up the stage for where our relationship is right now. After 20, what, two years, three years, however long it is, we are in the, we are in such an amazing place in our relationship. But it took work. It took us both to see what is happening in our, within our own selves. What layers do I have to shed? You know, I often talk about this with my clients. This work is not about accumulating new tools or doing new things. It's about shedding layers that no longer serve you. What did, what is your soul's experience? What was your soul craving for when you took on this form of whoever you are? That is the work in this lifetime. It's to come back to your true self and shedding those layers that no longer work for you. And this brings me again to this one takeaway for you that I really am inviting you to let this sink in because you will discover as you learn this way of being, your entire life is going to open up for you. Life is never testing you. The universe is not testing you. The universe does not want you to suffer. It's not, I'm going to punish you. It's not that. It's constantly reflecting you. It's constantly reflecting you. And I'm going to be talking about this in future episodes in this month. But I'm really inviting you to take this in. The universe is always reflecting you. Anything that happens in my life at this point, I look at it from two places. What in me is the universe reflecting in this situation? And what is the learning for me from here? It's not about blaming anybody, including my own self, but it's about looking and seeing what is the universe reflecting? What is making the universe bring this particular experience to my doorstep? How can I learn from this? How can I evolve? 
what mindset do I have to shift? How can I look at the situation in it from a different lens? How is this situation, even the worst of all, how is this serving me? The universe is a benevolent universe. The universe is always here to help you evolve. And sometimes it looks violent in the experiences you're having. But that's not what the universe is trying to do for you. It's really inviting you to look at your own self and to look at what was the energy behind what I did that has caused this. What has caused this person to come into my life right now? What has caused this situation to come into my life? I know I'm being repetitive here, but repetition is the master of learning. Correct? So look back in your life. Look at your life right now. What is the life? What is the universe reflecting in you? I had to learn those lessons so now I can teach others. I had to learn. I used to curse the universe or God or whatever you want to call it. I was like, you are, I used to use, I was so angry. I was so angry at the universe. And guess what? The universe did give me more situations to feel angry about. I remember this, this very, you know, when I was very sick, I went to the, I went to the doctor um, for, for some checkup. And one of the things they told me was that, I, the only solution was to have a colectomy, which is like basically cutting out the intestines. And then I was 25 years old back then. And it was like, I didn't want to live life like that. I just didn't want to do it. I come out and I was so angry. I was so angry. I slammed the windshield with my, I was sitting in the car and I was yelling and screaming. My husband was sitting right next to me. My mom was sitting in the back seat. I screamed. I was so angry and I hit the windshield with my foot. I was so, I kicked the windshield. I was so angry. And the universe continued to give me situations to be angry about. Now I know that. But now I know the next time I feel angry about anything, I'm like, hmm, okay, what is, what, what am I doing here right now? But I, because of those experiences, and it's allowed, it's allowing me to reflect. And that's my invitation to you. Anytime you feel emotions that are not in equilibrium with who you are, it's an invitation to look at how is this serving me? What do I need to learn from this? How can I shift out of these emotions? In fact, I'm doing an episode in this month on how to shift out of those emotions, like giving you practical tools to shift out of these emotions, because these emotions, people carry vibrations. That's how these, these circumstances are being attracted back to you. And this is my, this is the biggest piece I would invite you to take away from this episode what in you is creating whatever is outside? And I'm, this is not coming from a place of blame. Please do not take it like that. This is not about blaming your own self. Like you created this. This is an opportunity for bringing awareness, for bringing, for, for, shining, a, for shining a flashlight into that blind spot. And it may be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. 
And But when you grasp this, visionary, you will be able to shift things in your life so quickly. I now live from a place of everything is happening for me. You know, the Rumi quote, the live as though everything is rigged in your favor. Live live life as though everything is rigged in your favor. I'm totally butchering it. I think so. I can't remember, but that's the gist of that quote. Everything is rigged in my favor. Everything is happening for me. And anytime I feel like I'm working hard to make something happen, I allow myself to pause and go, how do I want to come at this? Because working hard, we have to take actions. We have to do things. This podcast, creating this episode is, is action. But where is where am I coming from? Is it coming from a place of I'm trying to force this 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 episode to happen? Or am I coming from a place of am I allowing this to happen? And that is what I'm inviting you to take away. Everything is happening in your favor. And now strive for alignment. I live life in alignment. I only do things when I feel aligned, and if it doesn't feel aligned, I Say no, not doing this. And it's okay. I'm watchful. I still fall fall off the cliff sometimes, but I feel like I have parachutes that I can just turn on when I feel like I'm falling down. So these are the this is how these tools are I use these tools and how I teach my clients to use these tools. Because guess what, friends? We are going to fall off the cliff. Each one of us. That's just life. But how you interpret that falling off the cliff is what will make the difference. And that's what I teach my clients to do as well. Like what story are you creating about falling off that cliff? Can you look at it from a place of this is in my favor? Right? And that is what will help change things. So doing things by feeling aligned. When you feel aligned, this podcast was created, this podcast whole, this Create Your Vibrant Life podcast was created from that place of alignment. I had this, this, this thought was in my head for a long time about creating impact. Because working with me takes a lot of investment for people and many people can't do that. So this is my way of giving back to the community, to the world. And this podcast was created from that. And even if one person gets impacted by these podcasts, I will continue doing them. You know, recently, my 21-year-old niece wrote to me saying that she she loves these podcasts and she finds so much value in them. And that was amazing, amazing to hear that. And I hear about my podcast a lot from people, like how it's impacted them. And I will never, ever know the full impact that these these episodes are having on anybody. And that's okay for me. That's totally okay. But I'm doing it because I felt aligned. I felt called. It takes time. It takes a lot of time and effort and resources to create episodes. But it feels in alignment. And that's what I'm inviting you to do. Like look at your life and go, where am I not feeling aligned? Another place that I live from now is a place of peace. Being at peace and a state of well-being, no matter what the circumstances are. No matter what. 
Now, does this mean I don't have anxious thoughts? I woke up this morning again with like a like a thought, you know, my kids are going back there and back to school full time. They're going to go back in full time and we have to do some changes in their school. Some some scheduling changes are happening the next for next year. And I woke up like, oh, my God, am I making the right decision for my kids? These things come up. Or the other day I was trying to do something, I was working on something, a, a business project, and I had a sense of like, am I doing it right? But I catch myself, right? And that's my invitation to you. Can you catch yourself? Can you see where you're not living in alignment or when you're not feeling at peace? And can you work with that? That's my invitation to you. All right, my friends, this is a long episode, <laughs> a very long episode. I invite you to take a screenshot of this. If you made it this far, <laughs> you found value. So I'm going to invite you to do two things for me and for your own self. Like share this. Share this with people in your life. See the impact it can have on others. You know, and I know that you're the type of person, if you're listening to my podcast, I know that you're the type of person who likes to help others. So Please share this, take a screenshot, post it on the Instagrams and tag me and let me know your your takeaways. What what stood out for you? What are you taking away from this episode? And if you feel called to, I would so appreciate leaving a review for me on Apple Podcasts. It would really mean a lot because it will help reach more people. I personally, at this point in my life, I don't attach a lot of meaning or value to whether people acknowledge or write things or like share whether they like whether they like something I've done or any of that. I'm not very attached to that. But I know that that's how the algorithms work. And if it's made an impact on you, and if you share your, your opinion about it, and I'm hoping it's a positive one, otherwise, I don't know why you'd be listening to my podcast. I would love for you to share that on as a review, because it'll help reach a lot more people. So thank you for that. And thank you for all the people who have left me reviews. I'm so grateful for that. And um, thank you for going on this journey with me. If you have other questions, or you would like to learn more about certain types of topics that you want me to talk about more in the next episodes, please share with me. We have some exciting things coming along in the next three months. I plan my life according to quarters. And the next quarter, I'm aiming for a few different things. One is you will find me more and more on Instagram stories and doing more live on Instagram and also having guests on Instagram lives. I'm so excited to be sharing other people's wisdom, other people's life stories, because I want this to be inspiring for you guys. And so you'll see that happen even on podcasts. I'm going to be bringing in guests more often because I want you to hear this. You know, a lot of people I connect with kind of think like me. <laughs> so I want you to hear it but from their perspective. And that's what I would like to, like for you to have. Because when you hear the same information, but from different sources, it makes a big difference. So my friends... I, yeah, connect with me on the Instagram. I don't know where I was going. I'm losing my train of thought quite often this today. <laughs> and also leave a review and 
Watch out for the lives I'm going to be doing with other guests and having more guests on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. I'm so grateful for you. Incredibly grateful for you. Much love to you all. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I have a request for you. If you found value, chances are that your friends and family will too. So if you can leave a positive review on iTunes, it will help reach so many more people. And if you have any topics or questions you would like me to feature, please send them to support at PadmaAli.com. And lastly, please share your takeaways and breakthroughs with me on Instagram at Padma Ali. Thank you so much for tuning in. 